Hello everyone, this is Maria and I am a shining progressive expression of God manifesting in ever greater glory. How are you doing friends? I hope the Christmas went well despite social distancing, lack of travel, and the regular stresses of the season. It's been fantastic where I am. It's quiet, but still, spirit of the season is very evident from everyone around me, even from a distance. So I have a lot to be grateful for. My health, it seems that this health thing is one to be so grateful for right now. And also, if you even saw today, you know, if there's anything that the corona epidemic has highlighted, it's the fragility of life and relationships and so much that we have taken for granted before 2020, you know, the ability to travel, you know, the ability to just walk into a store freely. We now have to wear masks all around the world, you know. And um, for me, the one thing that has really made me think about 2020 in a special way is the toll on mental wellness, you know, even for the best of the best having to quarantine for extended periods of time, the lockdowns, the businesses, it's very stressful for many people. And that's why I think I felt driven to talk about staying present and to start this podcast about presence because my own experience with mental health, which I'm going to talk about today, has really boiled down to this. The more you are aware of your own thoughts and minds, I mean, and minds activity, the better your mental well, your mental wellness gets. And I had about three people, more than three, ask me to share about my journey and to talk about it with mental health and especially as it relates to Africans or people of color because most of our cultures do not accept uh, mental unwellness as just that, mental unwellness. Most of us have attached so much meaning to mental unwellness that it almost takes catastrophic experiences to call us to see a doctor or to take it seriously. And I just want to share my experience with all of this because for many years, I, I think from when I was young to maybe about 10 years ago, I've always struggled with uh, mental unwellness, whether it's depression, um, 
various uh, depth and intensities of depression until when I was doing my, my PhD, it came to her head and I, I got intensely, intensely depressed, clinically depressed and with everything that comes with that state of being. And I can attest to the darkness of those moments. I can attest to the, the, the mindset where it gets so dark, you wanna take your life away, which people don't understand. And to me, I mean, people don't understand why anybody would even consider that. And my, I came to realize that what that is, is you're in so much pain. And usually when you're sleeping or when I was sleeping, I, I wasn't worrying about it. And the, the idea is to hurt oneself is to release that pain. And for those who have contemplated suicide or um, even gone as far as being successful in it, the thought is I just want to sleep forever. I want to sleep, I want the peace, I want the comfort of not having my mind literally harass me 24 seven. So that's what, that's what I came to realize with my own path. But even before that, the challenges to even acknowledging that I was unwell were cultural, you know? Uh, from the African background, we only have one perception of mental unwellness and that is when people are outside and, you know, somebody is so sick, they're speaking to themselves, collecting papers, you know, and being really uh, completely out of their own personal state. And, you know, from a religious perspective as well, that meant I wasn't praying enough. So, you know, I wasn't praying enough. I wasn't trusting enough. So I had these two thoughts, very powerful ideologies running through my mind as I was trying to figure out why I was depressed. And people I spoke with came from these two backgrounds. So it was either be strong, you don't have anything to be upset about because you're going to school, you're doing well, you have a job, or... Um, pray more, pray harder, resist the devil. So these, I mean, and, and we cannot underestimate the power of cultural belief on, on just a normal mind, but an already stressed mind, it's uh, unbelievably powerful and um, it's handicapping. And so usually it takes a nervous breakdown for one to get assistance and that's what happened to me. Sometimes when I see people who are really stressed out, my one prays have a nervous breakdown right now because you don't have a choice but to go to the hospital. And I remember walking down a street in Victoria, BC and right in the middle of the street, I had a panic attack which I thought I was dying and that's how I ended up in the hospital. That was the, that was the hope the light that turned on and I got on that journey. It, you know, it took a while, it took quite a long time to completely get past that. 
um, that get past the, the depression, but that was definitely the beginning. And when I got to the hospital and I was in the hospital for, I think it was two weeks, it's such a blur right now. I don't remember much of that, that time um, except the pain that was within me. But when I got in the hospital and things were explained to me from a scientific perspective, what happens to your traumatized mind, your stressed mind, um, what happens to, to, your, to your whole system, your nervous system, when you're living a survival life, which, you know, I was a student, I was a foreign student in a foreign country, that alone is enough to stress anybody and I was in a horrible relationship and the, all the triggers from the past, you know, I have a, a childhood history of abuse, physical abuse. And so, so many things that came to a head and I started to understand the mind and that the mind and your thoughts are two different. I mean, the, when I say the mind, I mean like your nervous system. Um, and I'm not a doctor, so I'm just speaking my own understanding. But I started to separate and to understand that once you have gone through certain life experiences, that, that stress stays within you. And at some point, it is going to, to, to burst open and it, because it needs to be released out of your system. Some people get other kinds of illnesses. Some people get into addictions, um, all kinds of things. And um, once I, I was given medicine and I felt better, I was, I was focused. I'm like, I need to feel like this all the time. I didn't realize then how long that journey would be of returning back to myself. But I decided that, oh, I want to feel that all the time. And I was willing to do whatever it takes, which is... A big problem for many of us because we have huge problems with with going the medical route. And I encourage you to seek it, try it, until you are at a point where you can make other decisions to supplement your medication or you know the medical support. You can supplement to a point of getting off of medicine. Nobody is meant to be on pharmaceuticals forever. At least I don't believe that. And, But if you have to do that, it is worth it. It is worth it just for the quality of life that you experience. Um, after, after, after being in such a ill state for so long. And some of the lessons I learned were that one, uh, or I've learned uh, uh, along the way, were one, we have to acknowledge our feelings and respect the nervous system. The central nervous system, if it's depressed, stressed, and traumatized, it must react a certain way. And we need to respect that when it shows up in these um Arid thoughts and minds that harass us. It's not we. We are not what is going on in our mind. It's a signal just like if you broke your leg, you would feel pain. It would swell. 
if you have a headache, the mind throb, the head throbs. It's the same thing. The central nervous system um, is sending us a message. We are not okay. We are not okay. So it's important to acknowledge that. And it's important to seek as much support as you can in the healthy direction. You know, if we are, if you're finding yourself repeating things over and over, addictions, sleeping, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually not going to talk about the diagnostic because you can find that online. But if you're finding yourself not feeling your best, start to investigate as soon as possible what is going on and seek the right kind of assistance. And if it requires prayer, pray. If you're praying and it's not changing, seek the next route. Go to the medical, you know, go speak to a therapist if you're having things that are troubling you. If that doesn't work, just keep seeking. That is the lesson I learned. Keep seeking. Do not stop. And the next one, patience. You have got to be patient with your patient with yourself because this usually by the time you start getting depressed, it means there is an overload of accumulated stress in you over time. So it's going to take some time to release that. So patience is very important. Journaling, talking to people who are supportive, and I mean that seriously. If there are people around you who are judging you for either not praying enough, for not pressing enough, for not working hard enough, or whatever reason, or we don't get depressed because we are Africans or we are black or whatever, you need to walk away from this group. Nobody would encourage you to run on a broken leg. So leave, leave that space and find a space where you can be heard. There's a time for compassion because you are really harassing. Your mind is constantly harassing you. Remove yourself from external situations that are doing the same, whatever those are. As much as possible, stay away from uh, drugs. And I mean like uh you know, the, the, the illegal stuff, or even alcohol, too much of it because you're simply numbing and the issue gets accumulated. So I would encourage you to seek a different way to release the stress, you know, exercise, find a hobby. And I know that as you get depressed, you have no desire to do this, but I'm talking about early on. And then finally, I would say... Do all you can. Everything you can do, do it. Leave no stone unturned. Don't hold yourself to other people's ideas of wellness. This is what, these are some, there are many things I have learned, but at the beginning stages, you have just got to give yourself a chance to feel better and rise up from that cloud that is upon you. So I hope that will encourage somebody. And if it does, um, share it, share the podcast, as well as subscribe to the various places where you listen to your podcasts. And 
I will share some more, and I am wishing you a fantastic week ahead. Have yourselves a great time. This is Maria saying bye-bye.